Aggies. How are y'all today? And this is your favorite news show, Between the Lines, with your host, JC Caldwell. Um, This week, I'm super excited. We have a special Veterans Day episode. Veterans Day is something that means a lot to me, so I really wanted to make sure that there was a special episode for it. So make sure you stick around. We've got a guest from the ROTC after we go over sports and events. So let's just get right into it. Um, So starting with the sports scores, um, soccer had their very last game against New Mexico on Thursday. Unfortunately, they lost 1-2. to two. There were a ton of tears shed, obviously, from the seniors. It was their final game of the season. Um, volleyball played against Air Force on Thursday as well, and they won 3-1. to one. Volleyball is killing it. I think this is like their 7th, 8th win in a row. Um, really cool that they just are always getting to celebrate these wins and representing the Aggies. Um, and then football played New Mexico on Saturday, and Utah State killed them 35-13. Let's freaking go. Love to see that. Um, and then women's basketball actually have their first season game today at 5 p.m. against Westminster. So tune into that if you like basketball. I know that the women's team was trying to get a lot more students and a lot bigger crowd at their games And, I mean, I think it's fun to watch. And it's their first season game. So show out. Make sure you're supporting and representing. Um, And the boys basketball team also has their first season game today at 7.30 against UC Davis. That should be a fun game to watch as well. I'm really excited for basketball season. I grew up in a basketball family. My mom played basketball. My dad played basketball. My brother played basketball. I'm the only one who hasn't, but I still grew up watching it all the time, and I just love it. It's so much fun. So I'm really excited for this basketball season to get started, and I hope that you guys are too. Um, Moving into events, yesterday there was an International Heroes Night from 6 to 8 p.m., and that was in the TSC. I heard it was really cool. Um, It was run by the International Student Council. They had karaoke, food, they had some presentations, and they also did some faculty awards just to um, appreciate those people that are a part of that council. Um, And then today there's um, a booster clinic in any immunizations that you may need and that's from 10 a.m. to 2 so after you listen to this broadcast if you still need to go get your vaccine to be registered or if you want a booster um, you can go do that that's going to be at the TSC ballroom and that's held by Bear River Health Department Um, you do have to register but just go online to wellness.usu.edu and you can register and get that all taken care of Um, there's also a women's climb night today or tonight um, from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. at the ARC. Um, They're just, you know, wanting to recruit more women into climbing, and you don't have to actually know how to. They're going to teach you so you can learn and um, make some new friends. Um, Tomorrow, there's an inner tube water polo tournament. Well, actually, the tournament isn't tomorrow. The actual event is on Friday at the ARC, but registration is due by tomorrow. So if you're interested in being a part of that inner tube water polo, sounds really intriguing to me. If you are interested in that, make sure that you register and that event will be on Friday. On Thursday, it is Veterans Day, so make sure you remember that and take some time, watch a video, do something to honor those veterans. Um, Obviously, they do a lot for our freedom and country. Um, There's also going to be an American festival for, and they're having like a Veterans Day memorial. That's going to be at the Danes Concert Hall from 7:30 to 9:30. Um, 
and it's kind of like the U.S. Symphony putting on a concert in um, with the American Festival um, Center, and they're just kind of doing a patriotic tribute to honor the veterans. Um, really cool thing. And then Saturday, there's a tailgate for the football game against San Jose, and that's from 2.30 to 4.30. I love tailgating. I think that we all do. It's a fun way to hang out and get excited for the game. And then um, there's a basketball game on Saturday as well versus Western Wyoming. That's going to be at 3. And then on Saturday, there's also an Aggie-thon dance marathon, and that's going to be at the Arc from 5 to 11. And um, Aggie-thon is actually a club on campus, and they're raising funds for Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. They have a goal of reaching $40,000 um, and there's going to be different people dancing there, and they're going to teach people how to dance throughout the night because it's a six-hour event, and you can just stop in for an hour or two, learn to dance, donate to a charity. It's, I mean, it's for a good cause. It's kind of a fun idea, um, especially since I love to dance. I love it. I will go to High Fit, and I'm actually a part of the USU Dance Club just because I love to do it. So, And it's a good opportunity to go learn some new stuff. Um, it's also the College of Education and Human Services week, so there's a lot going on this week. Uh, so yesterday they had a Mindfulness Monday, and that was kind of a snack activity. Um, today is Tote Bag Tuesday, and that's going to be from 5 to 6.30 p.m. in the TSC lounges. Um, tomorrow they're having a carnival, which even just like the word carnival gets me so excited. I just think of games and food and a lot of fun. And that's going to be from 6 to 8.30 at the TSC Ballroom. Um, on Thursday, they're also doing, they're also going to honor Veterans Day by doing a Veterans Day snack activity. Um, and that's going to be from 11 to 1 p.m. also at the TSC Lounges. Um, and then Friday is Pickleball with the Professors. That should be a lot of fun, especially since I feel like pickleball is like a really popular sport like among college students. Before I came to college, I didn't really know what pickleball was. I had learned a little bit from my uncle, but I had never heard of it before, so I didn't think it was very big. And when I came to college, like, everyone plays it. So I think that that's a great activity. So that will be from 7 to 9 p.m. at the Hyper. And then um, the Aggie-thon on Saturday is also a part of um, College of Education and Human Services Week. So that's really cool and exciting stuff. Um now moving into our guest section and the statesman section for the week. All right, so our special guest today is Trey Peterson. He is a sophomore here at USU and I asked him to come on just because he's a part of the ROTC and just wanted him to kind of talk about his experience with ROTC and what Veterans Day kind of like means to him. Um, Trey, why don't you just go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, thanks for having me, JC. Um, so yeah, my name is Trey Peterson. I'm from Tucson, Arizona. I came up to Utah State just because I really didn't want to go to BYU or UVU <laughs> and... I, yeah, I love it. I've been here for over a year now, and this is my first semester doing the ROTC for the Air Force, and yeah, it's it's honestly the best. Well, that's really cool, and I definitely don't blame you for not wanting to go to BYU or UVU. I mean, USU really is the best. 
Um, so how long have you been interested in joining the ROTC? I know that you said that this is your first semester. So what kind of drew you into the ROTC? Why did you want to do it? Yeah, so right now the ROTC is a, a minor. So I'm I'm actually majoring in business management. But um, I just kind of decided what I wanted to do with my life. And my dad was actually in the Air Force for a while. And... I don't know. He just really inspired me to do it. And it was something that was really hard at first, but I just kind of jumped right into it. And yeah, I've, I've really loved it ever since. That's really cool. Um, what do you love most about being a part of it? Like what is your favorite thing? Yeah. So something really cool just cause this is my first semester, but just about everyone is, it's like a, big family there's over 100 cadets in the air force and the air force rotc and we all have different characteristics and it's cool to see that kind of all of them can mesh together and i don't know it's it's a really good cool environment that we can all really focus on what we need to do and yeah yeah that's awesome um so do you have, like, a passion to be in the military? Do you have any long-term goals to be in the military? What does kind of the future look like with this ROTC background for you? Yeah, so, I don't know. My Growing up, my dad, like I said, was in the Air Force. He was a helicopter pilot. And for the longest time, I would always just, like, fly drones with him. And, I don't know, I, I was always fascinated. So I have three brothers, and none of the the brothers actually chose to do the military and I'm only I'm the only one that has kind of considered it and you know I I really do want to fly that's one thing that I I think would be super cool and I mean who wouldn't want to get paid to fly helicopters or or jets so that's really my goal right now just working towards it and you know it is a a hard goal just because there's a lot of people that want to be pilots, but it's it's something that I could see myself doing for a while. Um, I can make a career out of it, or I could just stay in for a couple of years. So it's very it's pretty flexible. Right, and I mean, as long as you're working hard, um, I I think that you can achieve that goal. Um, with your experience so far, what does a typical day like for you being a part of the ROTC? Like, how much work, sacrifice? And dedication would you say that it takes how often do you do workouts that kind of thing yeah so something I don't know the ROTC really helps me like be structured so Monday Wednesday Friday I, I wake up bright and early um, we we have to be at the debt um, around like 540 so if that says anything mm-hmm. um, I love that I get a good workout super early just because it gets my day going. And, yeah, I mean, there there's a lot of classes and things that you have to memorize about the Air Force. And you just, I don't know, there's a lot of dedication. And the more you put in, the the better you get out of it. And, yeah, so... Yeah, and I can totally agree with that. Um, however, I know that I personally would have the hardest time waking up, especially waking up that early to go work out. Why, why is it worth it? Why do you do it? Yeah, I mean, 
at first I was kind of just told that I kind of need to. And I don't know. I, I really just like the, the atmosphere of just everyone. You'd be surprised how many of us wake up in the morning and we're outside running or we're in the field house working out. And it's just cool to think that there's not a lot of people that are up right now, um, working out and it's cool to be different, I, I guess. Right. Um, do you think that with this kind of more military, like being around a more military environment and seeing that, I know that you said that your dad was a part of the Air Force at one point, um, but do you think that it has opened your eyes or given you a greater appreciation for veterans or those who are in the military? Yeah, definitely. I've, I've, I've kind of always grown up um, where my dad's been super passionate about uh, the United States military. So it's been something super cool Vet- veterans day and everything. It's just a time that we should recognize the, the hard work that a lot of people put into this country and to really respect them, uh, more than anything so that we can just be more united in a good cause. Right. And I, I totally agree with that. Um, Other than your dad, do you have any personal experiences with friends or family members who were in the military or have been in a previous war and have heard stories or like what has your dad told you? What personal experiences have you had with that? Yeah, so growing up, I mean, my dad did 25 years in the Air Force. So growing up, um, it was I think my dad did several deployments, probably over five and he went to Iraq and Afghanistan. So, I mean, that that was pretty hard growing up, um, just knowing that he was, I mean, he was doing it for a good cause, of course, but just not really knowing the outcome was pretty hard. And I, I really didn't understand it at first, but as I've grown up, I've seen the sacrifice that he gave for us, and it kind of lets me reflect and respect the people that actually go and do that stuff. And that's partly why I'm doing it. I think it's it's a really good cause. And, I mean, there's a lot of people that should do it because without it, we really wouldn't be united as a nation. Yeah, I think it's really cool that we, I mean, we have a day dedicated so that we can honor those veterans and honor people like your dad who make that sacrifice to leave their family at home and go serve the country. It's so honorable and it definitely is close to my heart as well um why do you think it's important to have a veterans day to honor our country's veterans yeah i mean it's it's honestly super important just because there's times that maybe we we don't really recognize how much people put into this country and like i said it's a day that we should respect the people that really have put a lot of time and effort into making sure that our nation's safe you'd be surprised how much is put into the military just i really do believe that we know barely little unless you are going out and trying to see what people do but it's really cool Yeah, and I think I can totally get on board with that, and I definitely agree. And on Veterans Day, I remember, like, at home, even growing up, like, you would see flags 
all all over the neighborhood. Did you have that experience in Arizona? Because for like for our ward at church, all of the Boy Scouts would go around and put flags in everyone's yards for Veterans Day. Did you have a similar experience? Yeah. So with in Arizona, there's there's a everyone flies their flag. So I think it's like as a nation, we definitely are really good at like putting up the flag. And you know my my dad really respects that and he always makes sure that the neighbors are doing it correctly because there's always times where people don't really respect the flag as much as as they should and I think it's it's super cool to see that that just about everyone really does and they put it up and recognize the veterans today yeah and it's cool I mean I always love seeing the flag um, by the ROTC building I think it's cool to walk past and see that too um, do you have anything else that you would like to add or say to contribute to this episode? No, I mean, it was, it's really good to just reflect and really see the, the sacrifice that so many people put into this country. And I'm really ex- excited for Veterans Day and hopefully just about everyone can really see and kind of thank our veterans. Yeah. Um, Thank you so much for coming on here and doing an interview with me, Trey. I appreciate you taking the time to come here and share your thoughts. Yeah, thanks, JC. All right. So moving into our next little portion, we're still going to talk about Veterans Day, of course, because as I said before, I still think it's very important. And I think that we got a lot of cool insight from Trey as well. Um, There actually was a Veterans Day article also in the Statesman this week. And it was from Michael Popa, and he's actually also in the ROTC. He is a, he's a part of Army, um, and he's trying he's serving as a combat medic, which is really cool. So I thought that it was great that he was the one to write this article. And instead of like about Veterans Day in general, the article kind of goes over what veterans go through once they get home. I think that the title says it like really well the war our veterans face off the battlefield because it's true like being in the war is not the only thing that these veterans have to deal with like when they get home they have ptsd and um and the article kind of goes through some become homeless like they become alcoholics and get addicted to drinking and drugs and a lot turn to suicide even, unfortunately. And it's just, it's really sad. It made me sad, like, reading the statistics in this article. Like, I couldn't believe it. And they have, like, this, like, the government has this association that's meant to help veterans specifically. However, the article talks a little bit about the statistics behind it and how a lot still aren't getting that help that they need. And I think that it's cool that this article brings awareness to that. And one thing that really stuck out to me that I didn't really notice until I read the article is that Veterans Day is not with an apostrophe. It is V-E-T-E-R-A-N-S. There is no apostrophe in between the N and the S. <clears throat> And that is actually very important because this day isn't for the veterans. It's not their holiday. It's to honor them. So there's a big difference. And I loved that part in the article. And I know that I will never make that mistake again knowing that. Um, So that was really cool. Definitely read it. It's got a ton of information in it that I think is really relevant and things that we should be aware about, especially 
Um, with Veterans Day being this week on Thursday, um, it's a good thing to be aware about. It is our country. These veterans do so much for us, and I know that I kind of have a personal experience with that. Um, my brother is actually serving as a Marine, and he graduated from boot camp in September which was a really cool experience to go to his graduation. Like even just being in the presence of all of these Marines and all of these people who are so high up in the military, like just being surrounded, like being on base. I like, it was hard not to like cry because it's just such a feeling of pride and patriotism and love for these people who sacrificed their entire lives for us, for all of us so that we can be here right now so that we have a free country and I I have grown up not taking that lightly um even growing up one of my stepdads um he served in the air force so growing up I would see his medals hanging around the house they would be framed um when he actually finally retired he had a retirement party and my mom bought me and my brother these little um like cami outfits um, kind of like the when you think of like a soldier, a typical um, like the army looking um, pattern. She bought us those and we had a jacket and we had pants and we had a hat. And for his party, we like walked in wearing them. Me and my brother, we were like twinning. And it's just cool to be a part of those things. And, you know, I grew up going on base. We would go sledding on base and we would go shopping and I loved even shopping on base because they don't have tax so I I just remember loving that part too so anyway I grew up having this respect just because that's how I was raised and how I was taught um but seeing my own brother go through it it's I mean it's even like grown my appreciation and like at his graduation that we went to in San Diego we got to meet his drill instructor and we got to see him like do this big run and we got to see him in his nice uniform and even thinking about it makes me cry. I know because he, my brother is the type of person, he has always been into the military or like, like growing up he always wanted to be a part of SWAT or um, be like a Navy SEAL and he still wants to go into special forces and um, he's always had the strongest mindset I've ever like out of anyone I've ever met. He is just so mentally strong, and it's amazing. Like he in high school, he would go to the gym like three times a day. I swear, he would wake up, go to the gym, go to school, go on a run, go to the gym again, and go swimming. Spend all night lifting. Um, he played basketball in high school, so he would work out then. Like, crazy fit dude, crazy motivated dude, like, just, and loves to do it. So, as sad as it was for him to leave to boot camp and for him to be gone probably forever, it's not like he's going to be around very often, um, I know that it's, like, perfect for him and that, although, you know, I've kind of talked to people and I feel like at times it's, like, so extreme, like, he won't have a cake like the Marines birthday is the day before Veterans Day. It's on Wednesday oh, tomorrow. And to celebrate, he was with his troop and they had cake and he like wouldn't eat a piece of cake. And I'm like, that is so extreme. Like you deserve it. Like have a piece of cake. Like, trust me, you can afford it. He has like no body fat on him, but he just won't. And it's like, it's people like that, that we need 
fighting for our freedom, serving our country. And it's just like so honorable. And I love that my brother gets to be one of those people and one of those people that we will forever be thinking for all of their service and sacrifice. And um, he's currently at his MOS school still in California, and he will be stationed somewhere soon, um, potentially in Japan, potentially in Hawaii. Um, I don't know. He's really excited about it, though, and he still loves it, which, make I mean, it's all the more reason to honor veterans and people who are in the military for Veterans Day. These people love it. They love being able to serve their country. It's just, it's amazing to me. So it definitely holds a big place in my heart. And um, I love getting to FaceTime my brother. I get to FaceTime him every two days now. And he's always smiling and happy despite him. He'll tell me stories where he's like, has stayed up all night doing firewatch and gets no sleep. And he still has the biggest smile on his face. And it just makes me happy. And I know that I will definitely be honoring veterans today. Um, and just going to highlight some other articles in the Statesman because although it is Veterans Day this week, we also have other great content, a part of the newspaper. We have Cash Coffee in Logan. They actually have a safe where you can bring in guns or knives or any weapons, and they will hold them for you if you're feeling like you are not mentally stable enough to have them in your home. They will hold them for you until you feel like you can have them again. And um, so that's what an article is about in the paper. There's also an article talking about the mysterious USU tunnels that everyone's already always talking about. There's an article on new businesses coming to Logan. Unfortunately, I heard that Target was coming to Logan. I am very sad to say that that is a rumor that is not true. I'm really sad about it. <laughs> but we do have an in and out coming. Uh, my personal opinion on that. I'm also not excited because I think that In-N-Out is like plastic food. I do not think it's edible. Um, probably an unpopular opinion, but I'm not a fan. And I also think it's going to cause a ton of traffic. But for those of you who like In-N-Out, that'll be coming soon. There's also a Dutch Bros and some other stuff. There's a Winco coming, so you can read about that in the article. Um, there's... Also, another Veterans Day article from Clarissa, and that kind of talks about the Veterans Resource Office, because we actually do have one of those here on campus, and they just got a new office. It's really nice, really cool if you want to read about that. And there's an article about a new club that has started on campus. It's called Aggie Pella. I think it's a cool name, so that's fun. And there's an article that kind of um, talks about um, a new, another USU club. It's the Bitcoin Club. And there's a, ba a women's basketball preview in here for sports. And there's um, also a special column from Taylor Sampson and um, Tony Flores, who works for the Veterans Resource Office. And then there's an opinion article on the how. So lots of cool stuff. Um, definitely got some Veterans Day content, which obviously I've stated enough that I love. Um and we're just going to go ahead and move into headliners. Um, I'm going to skip Logan News for this episode because we are running out of time. But, yeah, we'll go into that. All right. I love the headliners that I have this week. So this first one reads, quote, 
Minnesota police called to break up Bald Eagle street fight. End quote. So this one was definitely caught my eye, especially with the picture that goes with it. It's like these two bald eagles, and they're like, like stuck, like tangled at, into each other in like this gutter. So when I read the article, it kind of talked about how this police officer was called to this house after they saw like these bald eagles literally like fighting, like trying to fly into each other. And so the police came, and the bald eagles apparently got tied up. Um, and felt like they couldn't move, although the article talks about how they could have, but they must have thought that they were tangled to a point where they couldn't move, so they were just sitting there. And then the officer, um, like, pulls them apart and makes sure that they're not stuck together, and then they tried to fight again. And it was just, they talked about how they were trying to fight over territory, but it was just funny that it was, like, outside this woman's house, and she, like, called the police to, like, break up a fight, and... The police officer um, was funny. In this article, he, like, quoted and said, quote, We do have de-escalation tactics, but I've never applied them to eagles or other animals. End quote. Uh, So, kind of funny that he was using de-escalation tactics on bald eagles and trying to figure out how to solve this problem. He said eventually they just flew away before he left. Um, the next one is, quote, American Girl Dolls Risk Sand Inducted into Toy Hall Fame, end quote. So basically what that is, I mean, I, I mean, this originally caught my eye just because it talked about American Girl Dolls and I loved those growing up. I would always ask for them for my birthday or Christmas and I thought that they were so fun. Um, so I was really excited that this American, that the American Girl Dolls have made it into the toy hall fame and then my second thought was wait there's a toy hall of fame i feel like there's a a hall of fame for everything now but i mean there really is such thing as a toy hall fame and sand which i didn't even consider sand a toy but i guess they do because most of the time you like kids will make sand castles and will play in the sand so that is now in the toy hall fame as well as risk which i love risk takes so long to play but it's a fun like 2 a.m game with friends um anyway it's the it's the strong national museum of play and it's in rochester and so the person who was like over it said that um they were chosen like these three finalists were chosen out of like 12 finalists and of those 12 it include included battleship cabbage patch kids um masters of the universe a pinata and Catan, and a, oh, a toy fire engine was also one. So, I mean, I think that that was a good pick, picking those three. I, I, I think I would have picked Catan over Risk. I don't know if you guys have played these games. They're very similar somewhat, but anyway. And then the last one I have is, quote, California Family's Fake Fire Halloween Display Prompts 911 Calls, end quote. So this headline is pretty self-explanatory um but basically this family they do like a fake fire every year and they get the cops called every year so the cops are like the family has a fire alarm if there's a real fire it'll go off like it's fake like they did such a good job that people genuinely thought their house was on fire like on halloween like it was a halloween display and they continue to do it even though the cops continue to get called every year um and they said that 
it's been an even better effect this year than it was last year. So they got even more, the police got even more phone calls. Um, but the family said that it's the display was inspired by Pirates of the Caribbean, like the amusement ride in Disneyland, which I thought was clever. Um, and it's just like satin cloth and an orange light, a red light, and a fan, which seems super basic. But obviously, I mean, people are really falling for it and really into it. So I guess they're doing something right. Um, so that's all the headliners I have. I'm going to go ahead. I have this Veterans Day video that I found on YouTube that I wanted to end with instead of my outro music. Um, and it's kind of a tribute video. It was done six years ago. And if you just look up on YouTube and the title of it is Today We Honor Our Veterans. And it's the very first one that pops up. Um, I'm going to play it. However, it has music and then it like displays the words on it. So I don't know how well this is going to work, but I am just going to play the music and then I'm going to read the words. And once I'm finished, um, I'll just end today's broadcast. So thank you so much for listening. And I hope that you stick around to listen to this Veterans Day tribute. And thank you so much. I'll see y'all next week. Our liberty is something we all hold dear. Unfortunately, there are those who have sought to take it away. Time and time again, they have been met by an immovable force. One that is resolute. One that never backs down. One that has always stood victorious. are the veterans of our armed forces. We have because they gave. With a grateful heart, we say thank you for your sacrifice. forget what you've done. For everything we have and everything that we are is because of your sacrifice. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. Today, we honor our veterans. <laughs>